I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. It's time to get hot today on this LAFC Overreaction Monday. How is everyone doing today? Andy Minio saying what's up. Welcome everybody to Los Angeles Saga Show here on 88.1 FM HD3, Long Beach, Los Angeles. My goodness, what a Monday, dude. It's been so rapid. There's been so many things going on, man. Jonathan, how you doing, brother? I'm feeling good, bro. Feeling good. Got Got that 2 0 win. We'll take it. We'll take it. It might not be always pretty, but uh, three points is three points, three right? Three points is three points, especially in that rain. We got a heavy show for you all today. Heavy hitting one. We have Vince LaRosa joining us uh, very soon to talk about this Miami win. I don't even like saying Miami. It's like Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fort Lauderdale win. Pink uh, Flamingos. Pink Flamingos FC. That's what they like to call them. Something like that. The craziest weather I've ever seen live, and I'm glad I didn't get to experience it. You know how close I was thinking about going to Miami? Really? No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. As a person that knows Miami, I was like, no, we're definitely not going yeah, to that one. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, very wild. Also, Vince will be joining us uh, to talk about a bit of Kim Eun-hwan's situation. Mm, There's a, apparent true. rumors going on yeah, that he might go back to korea so we're gonna find out about that one mm-hmm. um and yeah we're gonna go ahead and accept callers uh, later on in the show to uh talk about lafc's win and looking forward to vancouver this weekend maxim crapo's uh big return big return I-, I was gonna say homecoming but we're already home man. yeah uh, i don't know about that one yeah more, f- more figuratively yeah speaking yeah we ain't at bc place yet welcome everybody again my name is jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend Jonathan Ortega, where John at? Where John at? He's right here at the 22 West radio station in your ears. Most importantly, we are black and gold, and we are here to talk all things LAFC. But first, gotta get a breath because we almost had some malfunctioning going on here, right? They don't even know, bro. They don't even know, but we made it. We straight, and all is good. We got it all running in like the last 90 seconds. Bus was running late. That's frustrating. Uh, I, I, how was parking for you this morning? Uh, oh, you had, know, a, you had got, a class earlier. Yeah, right? I got my 8 a.m. So, oh, so the the parking is okay because you get to find parking, but you gotta wake up at 8 a.m. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, we don't mess with that 8 a.m. wake up time. Mm, nope. No, nah, I'm waking up like 6:45. Yeah, they ain't to move right there. Plus, with that daylight savings, it's still dark outside. Did that mess stuff. you up? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I woke up and it was like it says 6:45, and I was like. What? I was, I, I was so surprisingly, it didn't mess me up, to be honest with you. I woke up. I'm like, oh, it's 2 o'clock again. All right, cool. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, all right, now we're more of golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, we golfing. Yeah, we golfing all the time, man. That's a, Jerry's a big golf guy. Big golf guy. Who wants to join me on that? Catch him in Palos Verdes. Yeah, Palos Verdes. Oh, that, dude, that I'll wake up 5 in the morning for. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the, the scenery with the sun rising. That sunset cliff. Sunset, uh, sunrise cliff, more like. Mm. Dude beautiful mm. you can see me doing it yeah chef's kiss chef's kiss bro i didn't want to like bite the mic or anything <laughs> especially with this mask on bro oh i'm ready for this mask to go away man yeah especially in the studio dude yeah bro like we got the pop filters like yeah you can't hear nothing or that too much going on too much going on. i bought the uh those face like i don't know, explain face it. shield 
Like yeah, the clear like, ones? not like face shields. They're like uh, this thing where you put in your mask. So it could open your mask away from your mouth, Ooh. so you could like speak up better. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, that, it, it it was not good. Didn't work. They don't work because it's like I'm speaking and it's freaking hot breath, and it's like moist and whatnot. So like a lot of detail, right? A lot, of, yeah, a lot, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of going on there. So not really done to get into it too much. Anywho, yeah, two zero win goal from Mahala, Apoku. Ooh, that was a and a goal from Ismael to Jerry Stratty. Izzy. Yes, sir. I had a feeling like something like that was gonna happen, bro. With the win. Good for him. Yeah, good free kick goal. Uh, I, I always like seeing those goals, like those funky. Free yeah, kick it's goals, funny. Like, like, how did that go in? It like, doesn't matter. Like, like everyone wants to go for it, but no one wants to go for it at the same time. Yeah, I had never like laughed so much while watching a soccer game more than this one. <laughs> like this game was just laughable the whole time. The performance was like bad from both sides mm-hmm. um and it's solely because of the weather the weather was just horrendous that was a big factor the wind the, the wind rain. the rain and then there was My sun head. and like the exposure the exposure on the cameras was, like mm. it got bright i was just like bro like this is all like bad going on here dude bad planning for yeah. sure I, I was saying like for Miami games why not just do it at night like i guess the east coast west coast conference thing but well that's the funny thing though they had it at 12 30 uh-huh and it was 10.30 for us over here. Yeah. But still, that no still feels idea, early, dude. 12.30. Games should not be at 12.30. Yeah. Unless you're in the in the East Coast, like, that would be 3.30 over here. Yeah, like at 12.30 here, local. Just like uh, NFL, how they have 10 a.m. games over here. Mm-hmm. It's 1 it's one p.m. over there. Yeah. That's I mean, what they got to do, bro. That makes sense, but, dude, it's my hand. Come on now, bro. Come on, bro. The scheduling got to be way better. Especially, you know, looking at the forecast. Oh, we got a liquid sunshine coming in. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Speaking of liquid sunshine, dude, did you watch the game through uh through the internet, right? Yeah, I was on Univision. Oh man, you lucky ass. I'm uh, a I'm a Spanish commentator guy. Yeah, I am too, but I had a tune oh, you, in. You were on the on the free. I was on the no, I was on the Twitter. On the Twitter free. Because they had the, the yeah, they had the free Twitter live stream. Mm-hmm. Oh man. We appreciate it. We that appreciate watching the game. Oh, there's our caller now. We Go appreciate ahead. that it's free, but that broadcast had a lot of problems from what Jerry was telling me. Like the commentators were not up to par. There was a uh, shaky graphics. Like you're telling me that that broadcast was not good. Yeah, that broadcast was terrible. <laughs> Straight up terrible. I was trying to lighten the load a little bit, but all right. Yeah, I'm with that we got our first guest. Vince LaRosa is in the house. The Italians stand here to talk about some LAFC things from 110 Football. Vince, how are you, boss? I'm great, man. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm be- I'm better than I was five minutes ago. <laughs> Tell you that right now. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just want to chat a little bit about uh, LAFC's performance against Miami. What is something that you got out of it, uh, minus the weather? You know, I mean, obviously, I think we're going to talk about the weather in a little bit, but the weather was such a big factor. So, mm-hmm. to me, it's really hard to take a lot out of that performance because we saw a lot of wayward passes. We saw a lot of misconnections. I think the biggest thing was the back line. It's another another shutout, another donut, as they say. Um, and and that's with moving some pieces, right? So, we, we saw Franco Escobar in the first game. Everyone loved him. Then he's been injured. Uh, then we haven't seen Kim Muwan at all. He slides in for him. Uh, you got Ryan Hollington moving to the other side. You got Daniel Henry coming in for Jesus David Murillo, who had just like a, a little bit, I, I wouldn't call it a full injury, but just felt something, let's say. Um, so that, that might be the biggest takeaway from all this, but going for, I mean, two goals, 
two decent goals, but I mean, I don't think we've got to see a lot of what we're used to from an LAC team that usually is pretty slick in their passing and, and their movements and bring, be, being a free-flowing team. Yeah, I mean, most definitely, like, they had a lot of trouble adjusting to just the conditions of literally everything. <laughs> and I think yeah. everyone was trying to adjust to the, the television as well because, my goodness, the presentation overall from both ends on and off the field was just not good. Uh, speaking of Kimun Juan, is there anything you could tell us in terms of Kimun Juan? There's been rumors that there's a possibility he's headed to, uh, back to Korea. Anything you got on that? I saw those rumors, too, and it looks like it's coming from a source that is at least um, – pretty credible i mean it's a blue check uh it's always a good start compared to some of the rumors that we see out there uh i'll say this you know he came into the league uh with a big signing for lafc on a decent sized contract for for a player of his caliber and you know he never really settled in right but a lot you could say that for a lot of lafc players it was just like a weird year entirely for them uh and then this preseason we see him playing a little bit in midfield so it looks like hey, they're trying to find a spot for him because he is a, a supremely talented individual technically. Also, some of his gifts, he's, a, he's very speedy, got a lot of recovery. But what we didn't see him much was where he played against Miami, which is that right back. We felt like, wow, they brought in all these defenders. Where does Kim fit in? And so that's where I think that maybe there might be some truth to this. Uh, he does make, I, I believe, about 500 k um, That's a sizable chunk of your salary. Um, and then you always got to think about this. It's the player's will sometimes. If he is not comfortable here, um, and if that was part of his uh, inability to progress and really catch on with the team last season or this season, you can kind of understand. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. almost how you know he's halfway across the world. He really wants to be on that Korean team that's going to go to the 2022 World Cup. Uh, he's kind of dropped out of favor as recently to go to those games. It's, it's got to be a big ask on his body, on him mentally. Um, so I think for him he might be looking to say, okay, this is where I, I could feel comfortable again. I can get back in the national team. And that's where I think there might be a shred of truth. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, it's, it's been a tough past year and two for everyone. So I can't even imagine traveling across the world to play and then like expectations not living up and all that. But um, the question I was going to ask you, Vince, uh, I know that you highlighted the defense in this dub. Is there anyone that stood out to you from the back? Maybe Mamadou Fall or Danielle Henry? Both. Uh, I thought the partnership was very good. Uh, you know how center backs can be. They really like having a set partner. It just makes things mm-hmm. a little easier because if you're the type of center back where you're the guy that wants to challenge for the ball, you know your buddy's got your back. Um, you know you, you you kind of work out the man marking system. Obviously, set pieces are huge for center backs. Oh yeah. Uh, Daniel Henry quietly had a very good game, and quietly mm-hmm. is very good for center backs. I didn't really put a foot wrong. Passing was okay. Look, nobody's passing was great. And, again, that was a lot due to weather, to the wind. It was just a garbage-type game, uh, garbage on the field even. Uh, But Daniil Henry uh, really impressed me for a guy that just came in, came into a high-leverage situation where you're playing your first away game with the cross-country travel. You rejig the back line where you got a different left back, a different right back. Mamadou Fall is the only holdover from the first game of the season. So I think that's a a big ask. Um, But he really stepped up and, like I said, very quiet. Very consistent. And you got to give a little bit of credit, I believe, probably to Maxime Capot, who's probably mm-hmm. dictating a lot of where those guys are supposed to be because you can see the whole field behind there, behind them as a goalkeeper. Yeah, man, what a great addition uh, Maxime Capot has been for the black and gold. And as for Donia Henry, I mean, he's a big dude, man. He is. I mean, you look at his name and <clears throat> the size don't match up to his name, man. Your name is Donia? Oh, man. That's, 
A little scary right you there. Got that big number. He's like 44 or something. Yeah, exactly. Big uh, body, big number. Vince, one more before we let you go. We know we got a, a show with uh, 110 Football at 1 o'clock, LAFC 360, right after the Los Angeles Saga show. Um, your take on Mahala Opoku. He's been, he got his third, a second start, excuse me, after three games uh, and he scored in this previous one against Miami. What, do you, what are your thoughts on him? My thought on Mahala is. You know, before this, his biggest goal was obviously that goal against Cruz Azul. And what a goal it was. Off a corner, mm-hmm. from outside the box, left-footed, just ripped it in the top corner. And I saw that and I said, you know, this kid's got something, right? But one goal. This second goal, yeah, he's got something. This is not luck anymore. The kid's a finisher. Now, are there some things I still want him to too. do better in, mm-hmm. in other aspects? Of course. I think he can he can uh, open his eyes a little bit more as a playmaker, uh, be a little bit more creative in his passing. He definitely loves the shoot, so it makes sense why he loves the shoot because the kid can finish. Um, but his progression is coming along, right? And he, he's a guy that is uh, energetic. Uh, he likes to press, uh, and he's just different, man. The, the quality of a player coming into MLS that likes to dribble, that can beat his man, um, that's a very direct. We don't get a lot of those guys, we, and we definitely don't get a lot of those guys where they, they come here young. Um, so his trajectory can, can keep rising. Um, if he can keep adding tools to it, to his tool belt, that'd be great. But finishing is one thing you really can't teach. And if he's already got that, and it looks like he might, that left foot, it's a beauty. Yeah, I would have to agree. Plus, um, as me and Jerry have been talking a bunch in the show, we're have, we have depth this year at LAFC. So seeing that healthy competition up top in the back, you love to see it, honestly. Also, um, his goal was nice. <laughs> yeah, just a beautiful goal overall. And like you said, that, that finishing, that killer instinct that Mahalo Apoku has established so far is something that you just can't teach. You know, that's something from within. Uh, Vince, thank you again for joining us here on the Los Angeles Saga Show. Again, everyone that is listening, go ahead and follow Vince on all socials at Vince DeRose and tune into 110 Football's LAFC 360 and the Exp- Expansion Mansion. First show is at 1, second show is at 4 p.m. only on YouTube. Thank you, Vince, again for joining us. Thank you, Vince. Thank we you. appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Thanks for the plug, too. Right on. You guys enjoy. Have a good day, man. Right. Cool. Vince LaRosa. What a guy. What a guy. And you heard all about Kim Moon Juan, you know. People forget that players are humans, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they, they forget the fact that, oh, man, they're not from here. Mm-hmm. South Korea is a little deep from... Los Angeles. That's not that far. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty far. It's pretty far. I mean, not on the map. Not on the map. You know, put the map. You're like a few fingers away. You know what I'm saying? Like, South Korea's probably here. That's like a good, what, Subway sandwich? (laughs) You know what I mean? North America and Asia. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. People get homesick, bro. Yeah. Like, it happens, dude. And and Especially at a funky time like this with COVID and everything. Like, I'm sure if he were to have come, like, two years ago pre-COVID, he would probably want to stay and he was and he was in the works mm-hmm. you know john thornton stated before he was signed that you know this is a player that we wanted a long time ago mm-hmm. you know but uh you know just the time wasn't right and that's why the three-year deal was made uh it was a very like sure we want to develop you here you stay with us for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. um but you know Stuff happens, dude. Yeah. I, the, another uh, deal that I think of that in terms of LAFC that is similar to this one is the uh, Diomande deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Diomande, oh, deal was amazing. Yeah, you he know what I mean? Baller. Whenever we needed him, he showed out. Mm-hmm. 2019, 2018, both both of those seasons were his year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, dude, these guys are humans. They want to go back home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's understandable. It's understandable, bro. I mean, 
Yeah, it's part of the professionalism, but uh-huh. that's why no, not everybody is a professional. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So plus, it happens in football a lot. Like you see, like uh, people like David Silva, where he didn't want to go anywhere besides like Sevilla and Valencia for a very long time. Yeah, and like some people really are comfortable at home, and like they just want to play at home. They'd rather take that than the money. Yeah, and that's, that's completely understandable, man. Mm-hmm. So all these rumors are going on with Kim Woo Hwan possibly leaving to Korea. Uh, I don't want to butcher the name, man. I have it on top of my head. But it, the rumors do seem pretty credible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's understandable as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's looking to be like possible $1 million transfer, which is huge. You Big know, f- MLS money. And MLS money. That is fantastic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Again, for those who are not paying attention, and uh, which I'm pretty sure everybody is, we still have a good amount of transfer budget off of these Diego Rossi's and Eduardo Tuesta deals mm-hmm. that we did over in the offseason. So just adding $1 million, that's like a good 100 bucks if you're a... Uh, on a budget, you know what I mean? And MLS money. So that's pretty good. Uh, probably a little more than 100 mm-hmm. bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. But the Atuesta and Diego Rossi money, that's like, what, 12 million at least? At this point. Right? For now. Yeah. Because ba- we still have ba- uh, performance-based incentives that mm-hmm. could be reached. Rossi scored uh, this past weekend. Dude, he's balling. He's balling. He's scoring back-to-back games, I think. Yeah. Baller. Good for him. Eso me Rossi. Así me gusta, Uruguayo. Yeah. Yeah, man, you know, if he goes, like, it's going to suck as, I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons. Mm-hmm. You, We always want to leave our players in the best uh, circumstance, you know, when we let them go. Mm-hmm. Mark Anthony <clears throat> K was an example for that, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a leader now over at Colorado. You know what I'm saying? He's a player we would like to keep, uh, but business is business. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of logistical things that us as fans don't really put into factor, you know? Mm-hmm. So if that is the possibility where we put him in a spot where he will shine in Korea to, uh, like Vince said, you know, be a uh, World Cup spot. Yeah, get that World Cup spot with uh, South Korea. And so be it, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's understandable. It everyone, is. Everyone wants to play at the World Cup. Everybody, bro. Yeah. So if you increase your chances, bro, I understand it. Plus, who doesn't want to be home, bro? I'll let you know right now. Some Korean barbecue? Yeah. K-League is amazing. K-League is a lot of fun to watch. I watched a lot of K-League during the pandemic Mm. because that was South Korea was like the first like... To open up. Yeah. I remember they were playing like baseball. Baseball. Dude, at three in the morning, bro. I was like, let's go heroes. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Next Shohei Otani. Yeah, exactly, bro. So that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Vince LaRosa over at 110 Football. Love everybody there. Since since we're on the topic of Kim, Kim Moon... How do you feel how we played this week, this weekend? This past week, I mean, like like even Vince was saying, too, it's very hard to assess anybody's performance, mm-hmm. you know, maybe because the weather was a huge factor for yeah. both teams. You know what I mean? Completely understand. Like, it's just, it's very hard <clears throat> to, like, give anybody a kind of, like, rating in terms of performance because there was a lot of, like, literally the entire first half mm-hmm. was based on, like, adjusting to, like, the conditions. And then the second half was like, all right, conditions got worse. It started raining. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, this is all Pouring, bad. Pouring, not just raining. Pouring. 86 degrees and raining, bro. Dude, that's Miami for you, man. Amazon rainforest no right there. Really, it don't bro. make any sense, bro. It's Florida. Dude, Florida's, hey, Florida's a different world. I'll let you know right now, though. You know why Mahala scored that goal? Why? Because he scored his first goal against Cruz Azul. Where was it at? In Orlando. Eee. Nice. I think something, Ma- something about that humidity. Something about humidity. Mahala. Mahala, bro. Is Mahal the king of Florida? Uh, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, we got hey. we got Orlando uh, in eight, uh, next month, I coming believe. Up, coming up, back to back. I just have to crown him. <laughs> you might back. To- we'll give him a Florida crown or something. Yeah, if he scores against Orlando, I think it's safe to say that Mahala owns Florida. <laughs> He's the new governor. <laughs> new governor. 
Get the mask on there, Mahala. Come on now. Florida Wild. Anywho. Yeah, put the put the put the da- uh what's it called? The jab on their on their arms. Yeah, man. It's a crazy scene, man. It's a lot of fun. Uh this game was just really, really funny to watch. Um oh but you were asking about Kim Wuhan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just very hard to assess. I think he did fairly good. I think all everybody things, did. All things considered. All things considered, like, dude, it's just, like, Vela was nowhere to be found, dude. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could barely see him because, like, the exposure of the camera was just, like, white and black. And I was just like, bro, this, someone's trying to play with the white balance, like, the cameraman. Like, I feel bad for the cameraman, bro, of yeah. that game because it was, like. The cameraman or the people in the studio? Both. Everybody that was part of production for this game, man. Like there, I saw so many tweets like, "Oh, this cameraman's terrible." I'm like, "Dude, this, this dude, weather's it's, unpredictable, it's bro. Fault, it's man. not his fault, man. The clouds are gone. The clouds are bad. You gotta adjust the white noise, the white balance. I mean, and all that." <laughs> From a production side, like me being a party a little bit with with one ten football, like I understand in a way, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like, oh man. But yeah, Kim Woo Hwan, uh, he he fairly decent. I can't say too much on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, he did get. Subbed in, uh, subbed out for uh, Ismail to Joy Shradi, who got his first goal and his debut. So that's pretty cool to see right there. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, but I know you think otherwise. Talk to me, brother. <clears throat> oh. Well, okay. So I at the very first, I wasn't paying too much attention to the weather when the game started. So I was like, oh, whatever. Hopefully they, they play how they should play, LAFC, in their dominating fashion. But I felt like... Like, Holling said was more solid on the left flank than I feel like him was. And I don't want to be like, oh, he had a terrible game, whatever. So many things going into that, like yeah. his first game back and everything. But he didn't look very convincing. Like, I don't, I wouldn't mind if he departs. After this, on, on the good side. After this game? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're looking at last year, too. He wasn't great. <sighs> I don't know, man. Franco Escobar is better. Franco Escobar, okay, that's 100%. Okay, right? And so that's, 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 that's what Fra- I'm getting at. Okay, so what I'm hearing from you is that this is a depth situation. Of mm-hmm. course, but you know, the depth is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I believe we're super heavy at wingbacks, but cutting off Kimu Juan, I do feel like there's in a way, just in a way, like a little bit like a gut hurt feeling, like, that's the word I want to use. It's like a, Somebody pinched me in my side, like, oh, that kind of feel weird. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got some, we got something missing here. You know what I mean? It's a void. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like in terms of depth. We got Chicky Palacios, Hollingshead, Franco, Franco Escobar, Tajori Smith. Oh, Tajori Shradi. Would you consider him a a wingback? Yeah, wingback, winger. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably we're we're pretty stacked. I'd rather, like. Don't get me wrong. This is nothing personal at all. At the end no, of, day, of course At the not. end of the day, it's a business. I would rather have a million. Man, you're a greedy man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be, bro. You got to be. You're a greedy man, bro. That's what you're a Lakers fan. I understand. <laughs> don't <laughs> even bring up the Lakers. Uh, I don't know what I'm about. <laughs> you see me on Twitter already. I'm yeah, already crying. I know, know. I know. <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's time then. I don't know. Let's hear from listeners. Uh, if you want to call in and chat to chat with, uh, with us about LAFC's game against Miami, or hear thought, uh, we want to hear your thoughts on Kim Wood Juan. Should he stay or should he go? Is it time to go? Says Claude. Should Rest I in peace, Claude. Should I go? Um, yeah, let us know. 
562-985-5140. Should Kim In Juan go or shall he stay? Let us know. 562-985-5140. Not limited to that, though. If you want to talk anything about soccer, we're open. Anything. Champions League. Doesn't even week. have to be about soccer. Talk to us about anything. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think we're going to get some relationship advice up on here, man. You're asking Do the wrong Do not words. ask us. We don't care what you should wear for dinner tonight. How about that? Do I look good in this dress? I'm, not, I'm just kidding. No, nah, we're straight. Yeah, man. Kim Wu-Huan. I think I'm about to agree with you, man. Right. In I way, feel like yeah. I have a point. You guys, you're, you're somewhere with that. That's for sure. Uh, what do you think for this game? I mean, again, despite the weather, which I'm not going to repeat anymore. The mm-hmm. weather was terrible. We know that was a factor. Mm-hmm. What was a turnaround point for LAFC? I mean, the second half in general just looked a lot better, I would say. Well, actually, the last, like, five minutes of the first half when they scored and everything, when it, they was, scored, it was getting right? better, but it, it looked really disorganized at Do first. you think, because Brexia got a red card mm-hmm. for Miami, do you think that, like, kind of flipped the switch for everybody? Because to me, honestly, he was the only guy on the field that was producing for that I, team, He bro. was playing good. He was playing good. It like, was literally, back, he was all the way up. Like He, he was, was, it was a 1v11. He was legit carrying. So, me. for me to think, like, all right, yeah, you know, LAFC was playing good, but they started playing a lot better after that red card. Mm-hmm. Was Brex Chea really, like, doing that much to us, do you think? Mm. Or it was just the fact that his presence was gone, just, like, the only guy that seemed like he was trying? Yeah, all right, we take I, it back. I think both could be true. Like, he was playing their best defense and offense, to be honest. But just just knowing that your opponent has 10 people on the field should give you an extra confidence boost. Like, we should be winning no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, do you think we still get 2-0 if Brexia stayed in? We love our what-ifs, but I feel like we would still win. 2-0. Not 2-0. So, that means you think Brexia would score. Because <laughs> He's going to Bre- score Chilena from half field. I, that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, if Brexia is still in, like, how how much of an impact does he give Miami? Solely because of the fact that he's the one trying. Mm-hmm. He's the one that only seemed like he wanted to give effort. I mean, Gonzalo Higuain, mm-hmm. or according to the oh Twitter gosh. commentators, Higuain. Oh, come on, man. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful to the legend. Italian legend. I'm glad Vince is not here to hear that. He's not Argentinian anymore. But yeah. Anywho. Hasn't been. Um, like, he could eat. Iguain didn't even last like 60 minutes. Dude, you could tell he just... He's done, bro. Like, like you just, He just wants to get his pension and dip. He that's just wants to is. yell at his co-workers and that's it. Shout out to Phil Neville. He's still alive. Barely. <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> Did the weather save him? Maybe. Maybe, right? It's, it's completely possible. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, we were all thinking we would beat the, beat the ish out of Miami, Miami and it was only 2-0 so maybe but, that gave him like but a little bit the, of... the weather save him from an even worse beating cause oh it, yeah most it, definitely okay so that means Phil Neville's Phil Neville's job was saved by he's God. like 70% out the door right now so what's keeping him in the weather the weather <laughs> the so 30% fa- 30%, fa- 30% like the thing is the game ended 2-0 without with all things like considered at the end of the day the End result was two zero. So I'm pretty sure the front office is like, we can't even, you can't just fire a guy for two zero. Maybe the next game he loses four zero, and then they're like, all right, Ben. Well, I mean, I think uh, an over Liga MX is they, uh, America fire Santiago Solari after one zero. So Liga MX is a whole different world. Yeah, don't want to get into that. Seventy hmm. percent out, you said, right? 
yeah. For Phil Neville? Maybe, maybe higher. I think if I stand corrected, uh, that was a chance of rain 70%. <laughs> and it rained, bro. So, so he's out. He's, he's out. He's out. <laughs> Already. Let's see what Miami got up next here in the coming weeks before we take our break. I want to go ahead and see. The one bright spot that I thought they had, um, that Lasseter guy. Lasseter. That guy came he was in hustling. And he was yeah, he was hustling, man. Lasseter. Yep. Ariel Lasseter? Ariel Lasseter, yep. He almost had that goal at the end, too. Let me go ahead and look at Miami's upcoming game. They have, and I quote, I got you. Oh, they got Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, if Miami loses to Cincinnati, it has to be done after that, right? Like, he has to be out. They're having a mid-off, y'all. <laughs> Two of the worst teams. <laughs> Two, in the, wor- Two like- of the worst teams in MLS history. <laughs> Taking on and the soul. Bro, this is like some Ted Lasso stuff, bro. On a Britain guy. On a British guy. Wow. You can't write anything. Good good, write, write, good writing. Uh, Don Garber, bro. Going, script writing is going crazy. Script right writing is beautiful. They hired some of the NFL people. That's why. Yeah, that's probably what it is. NBA, too. Mm. How's LeBron James 37 dropping 50 a game, man? What's going on? <laughs> back uh, to back. No. Yeah. At TQLST. That's going to be a fun one to watch this Saturday. 10 a.m. Oh. What's all these 10 a.m. games, dude? Right. Anywho. Oh, it's 1 p.m. over there. Okay, I guess. Right on. Who's trying to watch a game at 1 p.m., bro? Who's trying to go to a soccer game in the sun at 1 p.m.? I don't know, bro. Same reason why people go to baseball games. Why do people go Shout to Shout out Dirtbags. <laughs> Shout out Dirtbags. They got to walk off this past weekend. Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Spokane, Washington. Number one rank. What in basketball? And basketball. And basketball, they are. Yeah. Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. <laughs> the white KD. Yep, he's good, man. He's Anywho, we're going nice. to take our break, guys, uh, before we uh, snooze y'all to death. When we come back, we're going to set more callers and listeners uh, to chat with us. And, yeah, we're going to talk more LAFC. And then we have Champions League this week for both UEFA and CONCACAF. Should be a fun one. Don't go anywhere, guys. This is Los Angeles Saga Show with Jerry Reynoso and Jonathan Ortega here on 88.1 FM HD3, 22 West Radio, Long Beach, Los Angeles. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody, to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend, Jonathan Ortega. At where John at? At where John at? Where you at, brother? 22S. 22S radio station here. here at the USU. At Cal State University, Long Beach. On the off chance, you want to plug your Champions League? Oh, you're right. I Might should probably well, do that right now. talking about the USU, Everyone right? that is uh, listening here in the USU, shout out to everybody walking down the halls. We are hosting we a... You. Yeah, we see you right here. You should pull the things. You talk to him real quick. Start staring at people. <laughs> Make eye contact. Yeah, right. We're having a Champions League watch party here right in front of the 22 West radio station. First floor of the USU tomorrow and Wednesday. And from here on out, every Tuesday, Wednesday at 12 p.m., we will be having a TV right out here. And we'll be watching the games. Uh, come join us. And, yeah, come <clears throat> watch United beat Atletico this Wednesday. Come watch United get embarrassed. And Jerry's going to cry. And who? <laughs> And then we are also planning a big <laughs> CONCACAF Champions League watch. No, not Champions League. Excuse me. CONCACAF World Cup Qualifier watch party. Mexico versus USA Ooh. by the Game Center. More details coming soon. March 24th. Game Center. Game Center right here. TV. 
by the little oh, couches. The, the, yeah, the yeah. Doctor's appointment TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, always, they're always playing sitcoms. They're always and playing uh, reruns of Friends and, yeah, and Big Bang Theory. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everybody that's listening again, walking down the hall, 12 p.m. tomorrow here, 22 West Radio Station, right in the front. Come watch some UEFA Champions League games with us, and yeah, come have enjoy us. Uh, come through. Come through. Come through. I think Chelsea plays tomorrow. Chelsea. Lille. Chelsea Lille? Yeah, Chelsea Lille. Uh, there's a uh, Juve Real. Tomorrow's a uh, United Atleti. That's tomorrow. I thought it was Wednesday. It's tomorrow. Come <clears> on, <throat> United. GGMU. Let's go, Ronnie. Glory, glory. We're Man United. All right. Ajax Benfica too. Nah. That's gonna be a good, good set of games tomorrow. Well, everybody, come come join us here first for the USU and uh, have some fun here. I explain Fika as like a like a Europa final, Loki. That's a fire. Comunicaciones and NYC too at five p.m. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right, let's talk about that Champions League. Well, are we done talking about LAFC? I mean, what is there to talk about? It's, we were just blaming it on the weather. Yeah, it's it's so hard to assess because the weather was just terrible. That was the MVP for. You the real MVP. Yeah, you see uh Ismael tra- tra- uh to Jordi Shradi. Mm-hmm. That that little cheeky uh playing with the wind, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Little trying to harness the wind right there with that that little yeah, you know that he curve. The, he had the spirit of Beckham. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. With the left foot. He said this one's for you. <laughs> right, right in front of Beckham, bro. Look right at him after. <laughs> he said <laughs> arms, Mbappe. Mbappe arms crossed. He said, What's good? <laughs> Yeah, man, that was it. Was a good goal, man. And I was hoping. I was like, dude, the wind is our favor, bro. Like somebody shoot from mm-hmm. far and let the wind do its thing. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Chajuri Shadi did. So shout out to Izzy, my man. Nice goal, man. Yep, hoping uh, he gets a uh, some playing time this Sunday against Vancouver at the Bank. We'll be there, right? We will. We'll be there. We will. Also going on this Saturday or this weekend, Saturday, Angel City FC. Ooh, new. Women's soccer team in the National Women's Soccer League, NWSL. About time. NWSL Challenge Cup tournament starts this weekend, and ACFC will play their first ever game in history. Their home stadium is at Bank California Stadium, but unfortunately, for whatever reason that I'm not aware of, uh, they'll be playing at Cal State Fullerton against who? San Diego Wave, who are also Ooh. a new team in Southern California in the league. Little little classical to little, kick off. Little classical to kick off both teams. So that's gonna be a lot like of fun. It. I like it. I'll most likely be there. You might be there. I'm probably. Uh, I'm gonna try to be there. Yeah. So Saturday at six p.m. Boo Cal State Fullerton. Boo Cal State Fullerton, but that's where it'll be. ACFC versus San Diego Wave should be a fun one, man. Should be fun. You know, that Kristen one, Press. Kristen Press. Patrick, calling it right now. Oh, okay. There you go. Early predictions right there. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that to meet a lot of people. And, you know, just overall growing the women's game, not only just here in Southern California, because this is a staple right here for women's soccer. This is the Especially here in Long Beach, man. Shout out to the women's uh, soccer team here who are top-notch, dude. Mm-hmm. Ballers. Yeah. One of them got drafted. I saw that one of them got Yeah, I got drafted by the NC Courage. I got to remember names, man. But, yeah, got drafted by North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. good for her. Go and, Beach. Uh, yeah. Go Beach. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about basketball though. Anyhow. That's not real. Really yeah, LAFC takes booing. on Vancouver this weekend. It's gonna be exciting to see Maxine Crapo uh, take on his former team and Mark Dos Santos, who coached Ooh. was the head coach for uh, Vancouver last season before their disappointing loss to. Yeah, I still gotta remember things are all in my head. I believe it was Halifax, uh, Canadian Premier League team. 
in the Canadian Championship. So yeah, that was pretty uh. A little embarrassing. A little embarrassing, but we clean it up here in the black and gold, right? Yep. We make beauty out of dust. <clears throat> That's exactly what we got here. Cleaning. Cleaning. Yeah, just cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and transition to CONCACAF Champions League. We got a few big games Comunicaciones, here. Comunicaciones, NYC. NYC, In Guatemala? I think they are Guatemalan. Yeah, they're playing in Guatemala. Yep. Yeah, first so. game they play in New York. Uh, they play in Connecticut, actually. If you watch that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why, but I mean, New York it was home. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have a point. Yeah. Oh, they play oh, in you... Connecticut because of um, the whole New York vaccinated stuff that's going on. Oh you really? Know? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you watch basketball, Kyrie, Kyrie wanna. Yeah. Yeah, same thing going down there, bro. Um, but yeah, and then in el Estadio Nacional Mateo Flores in Guatemala City, Guatemala, is where this game will be held. Uh, NYCFC holds the first leg aggregate lead at 3-1 to one, and so it should be a fun one Comunicaciones uh, has been taking on a lot of weather issues as well of their own um, you know they had that quarter or was it quarter final or round of 16 game I think it was right now it's quarters oh so round of 16 mm-hmm. uh, against Colorado Rapids in the snow which was also crazy mm-hmm. um, I think that's weather is like starting to become a big factor more because when you think of weather in sports the only sport that i could think of talking ahead where it's like any kind of weather is bad and they won't play in is baseball golf oh no golf they'll play in rain they don't care really yeah unless it's like unbearable you know what i mean like hurricane type of you would think like if it's like really windy so like, no oh you play with the wind it's part of the conditions yeah i know it's part of it but like like miami windy oh yeah no yeah. that's why they don't hold anything in miami bro. exactly they don't even think about it um but yeah, there's also reports that Matt Turner, New England Revolution goalkeeper, and mm-hmm. who will be soon become a Arsenal gunner, mm-hmm. he the reason why he has been out the past few weeks and since his last game was against Honduras, uh, in the World Cup qualifiers when over in Minnesota, it was like Minnesota, right? Minnesota, it was like, it was like negative three degrees. Well, it turns out, and there's reports. So dumb. There's reports. I didn't make this up. So dumb. He has frostbite. So dumb. I I read some similar tweets where I, I think it was hyperthermia or some frostbite. But bro, it's why? second degree frostbite, bro. Why the heck are you playing in Minnesota in the middle of January, bro? Like, yeah, I get the weather thing, but bro, that's not helping anyone, <laughs> dude. Uh, Bubba Lopez, who was uh, a former LAFC player, played mm-hmm. for Honduras in that game. He was subbed out, at half, I believe, the second half or the halftime mm-hmm. because he was getting hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, bro, in Honduras or wherever you're playing at, like, unless, like, you're playing in, like, Alaska, which nobody is for mm-hmm. a reason because it's too damn cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to get used to that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. toughing it out. Yeah, you could toughen it out mentally, mm-hmm. but physically your body's going to be like, no, nah, I can't handle this, man. This is not normal because yeah. it isn't, man. So do you think there's... Now, because of all these reports that's going on with the weather, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to get to the whole climate change <laughs> argument, but that's real. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think the threshold of, of tolerance in terms of weather has in a way lessened for football? Lessened in what sense? In terms of like, all right, negative three degrees. Ah, you can still play. Mm. No, you got to play like 20 degrees. Like that's as cold you'll get. I think. I think it seems like it has because I feel like it seems like they kind of do it on purpose. Like 
being Peruvian and stuff, when when Peru tiene que ganar, when there's a team they need a win, they go to like Cusco. So they play in altitude, no one can play there and stuff. So stuff like this has always been going on, like using your country's advantages. And I guess playing in Minnesota would be considered an advantage versus people from Guatemala that maybe never seen snow. But it shouldn't be like that, bro. Like, I understand you want snow and them to be out of their comfort zone. But you're endangering everyone involved, even the fans at that point. Yeah. Yeah, no thought about that one, man. It's just like, like, why? Yeah. There's no it's there's no much. reason to do it, bro. You know, unless it's like your home stadium is there. Yeah. Like, you have to. Oh, man. Um, Cardis yeah. Hill uh, from New England Revolution, the reigning MVP mm-hmm. of last season, he complained as well. Yeah, no, at his was, own stadium. At his own stadium. Like, why are we playing at mm-hmm. this hour, at this time, when the weather is like we can't play football this way? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not cold, doable. Bro. Why do we do it? It's too cold. Why do Imagine we do getting it? shot by a ball when it's freezing, hitting dude. your back, bro? Yeah, Ooh. or like the thigh. Ooh, a little stinger. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> gotta walk it off. Winter CIF games, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Nah, these probably don't compare, bro. They're probably way colder. Yeah, but no, no, that's what I'm getting. Like, like we've barely experienced that. Imagine like negative two degree weather. This is insane. <laughs> Doing a little header. Yeah. Headering a, a little ice ball, you might get ice on your hair. Just yeah, from man, it's just absolutely ridiculous, man. Like, it's too like much. if it's just rain, mm-hmm. cool. If it's like freezing, freezing, like ice, like literally intolerable. Like if you're just getting wet, okay, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't do it if it's baseball, obviously. You know, all you know, ball, whatever, whatever the reason you can't do a baseball, that's the reason. But I think. Rain is like rain in the wind is cool, mm-hmm. but when it comes to you know snow, sleet, like literally dangerous conditions, you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, even I can speak on this personally because in high school, uh, I played, I played, I played soccer all four years, and at some point, I actually developed sports-induced asthma just from playing outside in the rain too much. Or in the cold, so I can't even imagine what these Guatemalan players are feeling like negative two degrees. Like, how do you even stay warm, bro? They can't even wear like the Tom Brady uh, hand towel, like warmer thing. I saw that Matt Turner was trying to wear that, and they said he couldn't. Yeah, it didn't work out. Well, we got a call right here. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and bring him on. Chris is your name. How are you, boss? How you doing? Doing good, man. How you guys doing? We're good, man. We're, we're just talking about the weather and complaining about it, man. Luckily, we live in uh, beautiful California here in, Lo- in Long Beach, so everything's pretty good on our end. But in terms of our players, not so good. What do you want to talk about, brother? I just saw your, uh, I just saw Jerry's tweet about about Kim Un Wan, whether he should he stay or should he go. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk to us, man. What are you thinking? What you thinking? Uh, I mean, look, man. For the first time in five year history of LAFC, we're deep. Right, mm-hmm. we're, we're we're pretty good at every single position. Kim Moon wants to play for the national team. He wants to play for Korea, and there's not a direct path to minutes for him. That right back, we thought maybe he can move up to midfield. Uh, doesn't really seem like there's going to be a spot there. There's already a backlog there with guys like Blessing and Janela not getting minutes. Mm-hmm. So if we can make a profit on him, which it sounds like from the preliminary estimates, it looks like a million dollar offer or or a million dollars or more. That's significantly more than we paid for him. You make some money, you get an infusion of more Garber dollars, and the player gets what he wants, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to is 
but Dorrington's kind of built a little bit of a of a culture of, of of giving the players what they want, right? Doing right by the player. And if he wants to play and get get minutes and have a chance of playing for Korea, then he's got to be on the pitch. And I don't think we can guarantee him that right now. Yeah, I mean, you got to you know head on, man. Uh, what do you thought, Jonathan? I would have to. He we kind of said like the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> the same I, thing. I, I would, yeah, like nothing personal. At the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah, we so, like him as a person, but. I would rather take as an LAFC it's, uh, fan. It's very difficult to you know mm-hmm. assess certain situations uh, from a business perspective. Uh, so shout out to you, Chris, for doing so. Uh, but from a fan perspective, let me ask you: like, how disheartening would it be to see Kim Hoon go? You know, he's been a fantastic addition to the team. Uh, definitely a fan favorite. Um, but is it too tough for you to see him go as a fan, or are you you know not really bothered by it? No, no. I mean, he, he hasn't been here long enough. I think I think the part that's that's important is obviously there's there's a very large Korean population that supports the club. Mm. There's a very large Korean supporter group that's that's been a, a large part of developing the culture Shout of, out to of the three two five two. Exactly. Yeah. So so I think the reality is is that you know we want our club to look like our city, and I think Kim Mo was a very big part of that. Unfortunately, on on the pitch, if for whatever reason it didn't work, I know he's kind of had some some issues with with maintaining health and and um, MLS is doesn't get enough credit for how physical of a league it can be, especially with the travel and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not sure the way that we play and just kind of, especially with with Dolo kind of keeping with the the kind of the set four three three. A guy like Escobar is just gonna take those minutes. From, from a fan standpoint, I really want him to work out, especially those first couple times he played. Him and Bella had that chemistry. There looked to be a little bit there where we were kind of looking at each other in the stands like, hey, we might have found something here. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of fizzled from there. I think partly some of that's probably on Bob last year. Um, and then I think Kim sees now there's probably not a direct pack to minutes. So from that part, it sucks. I think the part that hurts the most, not necessarily losing him, possibly just, just losing that depth, right? Escobar kind of picked up a knock. Kim came in and played 90, right? I mean, or not not, a, not the full 90, but uh, played on 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 Saturday against against Miami and played well. So that part hurts. You, know, you pick up some injuries. Who are we going to put it right back? Who comes in and takes those minutes? Um, that's the part that, as a fan, I'm concerned about the most is is how it affects our depth going forward. Um, but I think from a business standpoint, if that's where he wants to be, then I think you do right by the player. You make some money in the process. Uh, and it makes sense, but of, of course it hurts. And I think specifically with regards to the diversity on the club as well, I think he was a very much a marquee player in that regard because of, 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 of what the club wants to, to, to resemble, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, you hit it straight in the, the nail in the coffin right there with that one. Um, all valid points, all valid points there going forward. Uh, so do you think that the possibility of when it comes to Vancouver this weekend, if Kim Juan gets uh, any playing time or not you know there's no set on of a deal is coming anytime so just rumors for now but do, do they do seem pretty credible do you think this weekend or possibly a few more will be the last time we see Kim Juan and an LAFC kit I think it depends on if Escobar's healthy right I mean Vancouver has not looked very good at all so same time you don't want to you know Dolo doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's gonna that's gonna underestimate them and continue the rotation we got some rotation in against Miami, but Miami, Vancouver is a completely different ball game. It's at home. Um, they've had some knocks. I mean, Brian White really hasn't, that's kind of their main main guy. He hasn't really been on the pitch at all. Just got his first real big minutes this last week. So 
from a standpoint of LAFC versus Vancouver, if Escobar is even slight, like 95%, then yeah, I think they're going to probably probably throw, throw Kim Luan out there, especially, you know, he played he played pretty well on, on, on Saturday. There wasn't really, I was kind of worried about him in a 4-3-3 having to hold that hold that down. You know, as a wing back, it seems much more, I'm much more comfortable with him playing that role just from a, from a physicality standpoint. But if Escobar is, you know, hey, if you got to give him a little bit more rest, then absolutely shred him out there. But like you guys said, the reports all seem credible, multiple sources, all blue check marks saying that like, hey, this is, you know, happening, right? Or that it's, that it's, uh, you know, at least not, not a, uh, a fake news, right? Like it's, it's being discussed. So that kind of gives me the, the, the inclination that he probably won't be on the pitch. Maybe he's there, you know, probably not in the 18, you know, maybe walks around, kind of says final goodbyes or something, but I'm not expecting him on the pitch if Escobar's healthy, but, if, but if he's not and they can say, Hey, look, let's, let's get one more week out of him and, and, and push the deal through past past uh, past Sunday night, then then why not? You know. Yep, right on. That's that. There's no other way to put it. You mm-hmm. know, like we would love. You know, some of us would love to keep them, but in terms of like, oh, I mean, if we get rid of them, we're not losing anything. I think we pretty much figured everything out in terms of our depth. You know, and the depth <laughs> is great. You know, all f- I, I believe all four players. Uh, minus Kimu Juan, even Kimu Juan, all five wingbacks could be a starter for another team, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I would agree. Chris, thank you for calling in, man. Hope you have a wonderful Monday. Thank and, you, uh, Chris. Appreciate will we it. see you next Sunday against Vancouver at the bank? I'll be there. I'll be there with my boys. Like uh, they don't have they don't have a school on Monday, so nice. my uh, my nine and, and six year old will be there with me. And uh, you know they don't get to go to a lot of the night games. You know, so so they'll be pumped. They'll get to come and. You know, Vancouver is, you know, I think a lot of us are, are, are high on the squad right now. You know, we haven't had the offensive maybe firepower that we have in the past, but we also have never had defensive shape like we've had the first three weeks. So uh, we're all excited. The the vibe in the stadium you know, feels very much like those first, first you know, two seasons. And uh, I'll, I'll definitely be there, man. I'm not going to miss any games if, if, I don't, if I don't have to. So, um and we still look. We still got guys coming back too. I mean, Eddie Segura's not back. That's the biggest question that I'd love to hear you guys expand on. Maybe would be, where's our depth at right back if if Kim Wan does leave? Because Eddie Segura played at right back for us a couple of games. If you remember that, Jerry, a while yep. back. So is that is that the plan? I mean, like, what's the plan at right back if because Escobar has shown to one not only collect yellow cards like 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 uh, trading cards, right? Like this dude. He's out there physical, but the flip side of it is that if we miss him for an injury or yellow card, something like that, who's playing right back? Because you know the people say, "Oh, fly the teeth there." Like, no, that's not a, that's an emergency situation. Yep. That's not a solution. So, 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 what's the plan at right back after Escobar? If in fact this happens, you know that that's that's what I would be most concerned about. Is if Escobar picks up some kind of injury, what's the club's plan? Because Thorington's shown, like, hey, if a good deal comes, he'll, he'll pull the trigger, like Zimmerman, et cetera, and then kind of just deal with it after the fact. And that's the only real concern I would have about this uh, this Kim Moon Wan deal going forward. Right on, man. Well, Chris, you have a good one, brother. Thank you for calling in. You're see always you welcome Sunday. to do so. We'll see you on Sunday, Thank man. You. All right, brother. Yeah. Yeah. JT, Trundolo, balls on your court. Let's see what's up. No rush. There's mm. no rush. We don't need to find out next week. How does the are the Korean league currently in the transfer window? That's what I need to figure out as well. I don't know. You know, 
it, it does seem like they're they're they their season had just recently started, I think, mm. and they're just maybe they are then. that team is just like on a poor start that mm. they're trying to inquire him and somebody else. Um, I, I saw that tweet. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, we just sit back and wait. Mm-hmm. We have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kimu Juan, we love the guy. Uh, we wish him nothing but the best. But if he stays, cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We appreciate the. Dub. We appreciate both. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there's no win or loss. It's just like let's make sure everyone's happy and comfortable, and we go forward from there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, every wing back that is part of LAFC's roster, everybody can be a starter for any MLS team, even elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Only got about three minutes. Thank you for everybody for joining us here on the Los Angeles Saga Show here on 88.1 FM HD3, 22SRadio.com, and the Radio FX app. I am Jerry Reynoso alongside Jonathan Ortega. At where John at? He always uh, wants to plug in his handle. Yep. And uh, that, yeah, we will have. Clout. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us here on this LAFC Overreaction Monday. We have our. Previous show going in this Friday, releasing Friday afternoon, maybe Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll preview uh, LAFC's game against Vancouver. Should be a fun one. Mm. Should be a much better than this Miami performance because, as far as I know, there ain't no wind or rain or 86 degree weather going on on a Sunday night here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. So, should be good on that end. One small thing we miss when talking about NYCFC. Their banner. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh, bro. We need to laugh at them Dude, a little bit. A I little was bit. Like, first of all, I don't know who those four people that are <laughs> revealing that banner. They must have went off his depot or something. Like, I, I hope I hope they get a, like if they ever get a stadium, which uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they will eventually, mm-hmm. that they like get a full size like revamped one. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, my God. Oh bro, my dude, God. That, this that 22S radio, <laughs> like, Wall. That's definitely bigger. It's bigger than the That's championship. Oh, bro. Bigger. It's like so disheartening to see all that, man. And like <sighs> you get it, the Yankee Stadium or whatever, but come on, dude. dude like come Yankees on. have it on the on the wall right there. Like what's it called? The Yankee Stadium wall by, by the home run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh man. Come on. I now. just I just had to laugh real quick. Do better, New York. I had to put that in there. Do better. Alright. Final thoughts. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in I again. Made a better banner, right? This is Los Angeles Soccer Show here with Jeremy Nelson and Jonathan Ortega. Where's John at? At JR4YNOSO. Thank you for everybody that tuned in, for everybody that called. Thank you. We'll see you guys next Monday again at every single time, 12 p.m. every Monday here. And come through tomorrow. Come watch the Champions League. Come watch Champions League with us here. First floor, USU, right here, 22 West Radio. We're going to see that. See. We're going to see some Sue Ronnie. Muchas gracias, afición. We'll see you guys next Monday. Preview show coming out Friday. See you guys then.